Hello and welcome everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Health and Sports Show. I'm Tom Butterfield and I am ecstatic to be your host today. We're going to take a look at a really interesting subject that falls under the health pillar of mindset. I first came across it when I was talking to a couple of gentlemen on consecutive days to each other. Uh, The first was uh, Neil Banfield, who was at the time the head of the Arsenal Youth Academy. And he is now, I think he's a first team coach at at Queen's Park Rangers, I think. Uh, The other gentleman was Tony Strudwick, who, again, when we spoke, was the head of performance at Manchester United during a very, very uh, successful period of their uh, history. Uh, Not that they've done particularly bad uh, (laughs) of, of late, just comparatively. Um, and he's now filling the same role, I believe, for the Welsh uh, national team. So um, possibly one of the reasons why they've been doing so well in recent years. But they pointed me towards the work of a lady called Carol Dweck, who is an educational psychologist. And she has done loads of research, you know, journals, TED Talks, all sorts of things uh, about this subject. And One of the pieces of research she did, she gave some 10-year-old students some problems for them to solve, okay? But these problems were outside of their expected capabilities, okay? So all the kids were expected to not succeed, okay? And the interesting thing she found was there was an obvious variation in the responses of, of the children, Some children really, really embraced the challenge and enjoyed the fact that these problems took them outside of their comfort zone. And they actually asked if they could get more problems like this so they could improve and get better at them. And she called this a growth mindset. Some children, however, were quite different. They saw this inability to succeed as catastrophic and were actually quite distressed that their uh, sort of intelligence or intellectual capacity had been uh, challenged and they just did, had not been up to the task. They didn't enjoy it at all. And when they were questioned about it later, what was really interesting and, and quite worrying in, in some respects was they were asked how they would deal with this type of situation in the future. And a couple of the, a couple of the responses were, next time I'll cheat to get a better score instead of studying harder. <laughs> it's quite worrying. And the next one was, I'll just find someone who did worse than me so I can feel better about it. <laughs> now, not really the type of response that we're looking for from uh, any children or any adults uh, come to that mind. But in general, over a long period of Dweck's work, they found that this particular type of mindset that kids displayed or adults displayed, which she called a fixed mindset, caused them to try and avoid any sort of challenge and any difficult task Uh, wherever they could so that they wouldn't experience this feeling of failure again. 
And researchers even measured the brain activity of individuals uh, that were put through these sorts of tasks. And they found that when processing uh, a mistake or got something wrong, you'd see that the activity within the brain of a growth mindset person would just explode into life. You know, perhaps they were sort of, you can imagine they were analyzing what went wrong, you know, what they could do better in order to get a, a better result in the future. Whereas those with the fixed mindset, nothing. <laughs> there was no activity whatsoever. It was kind of like, are you imagining those old Western movies where there's just a deserted town, a few bits of tumbleweed knocking about, but nothing. The brain wasn't processing. There was no learning going on. And that, of course, means there was no possibility that that person will improve because, you know, they're just not associating with the fact that just because they can't do it now, if they worked at it, they could do it in the future. They just see it as, well, if I can't do it now, that's it. I'm just not smart enough. And that's it. End of story. The fixed mindset people see now as forever. Okay. But they see if they were born with certain tools and certain capabilities that they're good at something. But outside of that, you know, that's beyond their capabilities. They need to just forget about that. They're just not good at it. They see these barriers and obstacles uh, and, and just feel that each one of them is a potential to sort of reveal them or show them up as a failure, you know, put the spotlight on them. So they'll just try and avoid this. They'll stay within that comfort zone that they're happy with. And this is sad. You know, it's, it's a real shame because there's one simple three letter word that's got the potential to really flip someone from this fixed mindset to a growth mindset. And that magic little word is yet. So let's just play about with a few examples. Okay. So um, I'll just buy myself some time to think of some things, but I'll give you a fixed mindset statement first, and then I'll flip it by to a growth mindset by adding the word yet. Okay. So I've definitely got one that applies to me. Um, and I'll go through why. Um, so the first one is, I can't dance the waltz. Okay, why that came into my head, I don't know, but I can't dance the waltz. All right. Now, the image that I think in my head is not only me not dancing the waltz, but metaphorically, <coughs> this just feels very final and conjures up the feeling of like a, a brick wall in front of me. And there's no way around it. That's just it. I can't dance the waltz. End of story. Whereas if we flip that and we add the word yet, we say, I can't dance the waltz yet. Now, all of a sudden, that's quite liberating because now I can visualize a pathway, okay, a, a journey, a start of a journey which will helpfully or hopefully I should say and helpfully get me towards getting some sort of proficiency or ability to be able to dance the waltz okay and the same thing could be said for I can't play the piano very final very abrupt 
I can't play the piano yet. Again, it's liberating. It's showing the potential for what could be to, uh, to come if I was to practice and put effort in. I'm not good at football. I'm not good at football yet. Okay, you can see or feel the difference, hopefully, between the two statements. So you, you, you get the idea, I hope. But we all start in the same place. It's just that some people start that little bit earlier than others or maybe a few years earlier than others, which gives the appearance that those individuals are more naturally talented than uh, than, than ourselves. And <laughs> don't get me started on that phrase, naturally talented, because it makes me want to draw a um, a soapbox out and start ranting. So <laughs> while I'm on the subject, I, I will have a, a little small, small rant about it. It's a phrase that I just don't like. And phrases that go along with that are things such as, you're so clever. You're a natural. You were born to do it. Okay. All complete and utter crap, in my opinion. And it's not just my opinion. There have been some amazing books, some really interesting books written on this subject. And I do recommend that if you have the time or make the time to give them a read, uh, I will put the titles and the authors into the show notes for you. So don't feel you need to write them down. But the books are titled Bounce by Matthew Syed, who's a very good author and, and journalist. And he's also an ex GB athlete as well. He used to play table tennis to, a, to international standard. So, so very, very well respected guy. And the other book is The Talent Code by multi award winning, I'm sure, author Malcolm Gladwell. Okay. Really, really nice ways to just dig a little bit deeper into how experts actually become experts. They don't just turn up there. They really have to put quite a lot of work in, uh, funny enough. So two, two books that really recommend either reading or listening to. I'm an audio person. So, uh, I, I would read to it. Um, I would listen to it while, uh, uh walking the dog and, and all that sort of stuff. So I've put together five things or five tips or five lessons that can hopefully help you to develop uh, more of a growth mindset. Number one is to see the brain like a muscle. Okay, we can teach it new things. Ignore the phrase, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. You can teach an old dog new tricks if it wants to learn new tricks. Okay, if it doesn't want to, it won't. Okay, but we can teach ourselves new things at any stage of our lives. Okay, so don't go with a fixed mindset. Look at it from a growth point of view. Of course, whenever we start something for the first time or do something for the first time, we're going to be pretty awful at it. Okay, that's natural. That's what's being called a novice or a beginner. It's expected. Okay, so just embrace it, accept it, take the pressure off yourself and just get on with it. Number two, is to see any trip outside your comfort zone as exciting. It's an opportunity for personal growth, okay? Exciting and fearful are two different sides of the same coin, in my opinion, okay? So you might be, uh, what's a stressful thing? Public speaking, okay? Lots of people have a big fear of public speaking and you might see it as fearful, but after you've done it for a few times and you've been outside your comfort zone, you might actually find it's exciting. You'll get the same sort of butterflies feeling in your stomach, 
but your mindset will change from it being fearful to exciting. And you'll know what's happened then is that your comfort zone will have expanded. So rather than it being outside of your comfort zone, you're now well within your comfort zone. So it just helps you to grow as an individual. Number three is to use the word yet at the end of each failed effort. Okay, so if you don't succeed at something, just put the word yet at the end. I didn't do this yet. Thomas Edison, for example, he failed, was it approximately 9,999 times before he invented the light bulb? But history still remembers him as a fantastic, you know, great inventor, not as some guy who got it wrong most of the time and just managed to get it right the once at the end. <laughs> Number four is to crave feedback. It's a great opportunity for you to process the things that you need to improve on. Remember the, the research we were talking about regarding the, the growth mindset brain lighting up when it was processing mistakes. Keep that image in your mind whenever someone is giving you constructive feedback. You know, it's a great opportunity to learn or understand what your next steps need to be in order to improve and get closer towards success. And last but not least, number five is accept the importance of showing up consistently and practicing with a really focused purpose. Okay, so um, let's let's take golf as an example. If you wanted to improve your putting skills, hopefully you wouldn't just mindlessly hit 50 balls towards the hole as quickly as possible whilst thinking about what you're going to have for uh, dinner the next day. You should go through your routine slowly, methodically, as if it was the most important putt you'll ever make. The, um, the process will take or should take priority over the result, as uh, we know that if we do the right thing more often than not, then the results will ultimately just take care of themselves. So what I would like you to do, because I, I'll always try and give you something to, to take away and to try and put into action, because knowledge is great, but if you don't do anything with it, it's useless. It's might as well not bother. But what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to just take a few minutes just to reflect on your own thoughts, your internal language, the things that you tell yourself, and also your outward language, the things that you tell other people as well. And just have a think about whether you display more fixed mindset traits or growth mindset traits. And again, it's not wrong. You know, it's a way of just getting feedback on yourself, being honest with yourself and seeing where you could potentially use those five tips or five lessons that we've given you in order to get more into the growth mindset side of things. So to summarize, someone with a fixed mindset believes that people have an innate ability to be able to do things. So either you can do something or you can't do something. There's nothing else that can be done about it. They'll avoid challenges and they feel that failure is mortifying. It's the worst thing that can happen. And any feedback that's given is usually taken personally as a personal attack and they'll try and avoid it because they don't want to realize that they're not able to do something or they're not a success. So basically, if they can't do it straight away, they'll just look to avoid it. So they'll stay well within that comfort zone. Whereas someone with a growth mindset realizes and understands and accepts that their ability is developed 
over time. They'll embrace any challenges that are put towards them and they'll see that failure is very much a necessary in order to learn and to improve for the future. And any feedback that's given is really, really helpful to help show where they need to work on next in order to make progress. And any practice and effort is very important in order to help you get closer to your goal. So thanks for listening to this episode on fixed and growth mindsets. We hope you enjoyed the show. We certainly enjoyed putting it together. But if you have any questions or you'd like to get in contact, you can email us directly on hello at healthandsportshow.com or you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, etc. And we've put all of our social media handles into the show notes below. If you want to help us, then the best thing you can do for us right now is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform that you've listened to this podcast on. Feel free to give it a big five stars. We're not going to complain. But if you do give it one star, then that's fine because we know that feedback is really, really important. And ultimately, it's going to help us to develop and improve the show and make it better in the future. But thanks again. And remember, knowledge without action is worthless. So please do go out there, make that next step in the right direction and think about whether you're more in a fixed mindset or growth mindset and how you can maybe improve that for the future. So see you all next time. Take care. Bye bye.